Welcome to Cortado O'Clock with Alex Stroll, a chance for you to meet your favorite creatives from the adventure photography world, leaving you inspired and confident to advance your photography. Join Alex for episode number three as he talks with Andrew Kearns. His friends call him Kearns, and he first discovered his passion and fascination with photography while spending ample amounts of time in the outdoors. While exploring his home base of Washington State, Kearns began his journey capturing moody Pacific Northwest landscapes. Over the years, his work has grown into a soft look at the people he is surrounded by. Kearns feels endlessly inspired to document his friends and their personal experience with the outdoors. Along the way, he has had the pleasure of working with dream clients such as Land Rover, Apple, and Sony. Alex sat down with Kearns after completing his new workshop, Shooting for Brands. Welcome to the studio, Mr. Kearns. Thank you for having me. What do you think of this little studio? Uh, it's sick. I really value having a good workspace, and you've crushed it. Yeah, I, I, I could see myself working here. Really? Oh, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You can always come collab, have cortados, sick. working you with open arms. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> so um, I know we have limited time, so we have a, I have a series of questions for you. For sure. Some pretty random, some pretty deep. So we're going to start with the, uh, you know, the random ones, yeah. like fast-paced format. Long life. Yeah, yeah secrets of the long <laughs> life. Yeah. What is your uh, favorite lens? Favorite lens? I've always ran something like a 24 to 70 most times. That's so, everything. Yeah, like pretty much the last four years, that's the only that's the lens guy. that's been on my camera. Like I have, I've had like a Sigma 35 and I, of course I always have like a 70 to 200 type lens with the me. The 24 70 is the guy. Yeah, yeah, and even on the Sony, like I just have a twenty-eight to seventy-five, which is a Tamron lens, and that focal range is so good for my style because it's just like run and gun, like lifestyle. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not swapping all the time, like it's like one and done. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a really solid one-off. You're a minimalist. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to be at least. Okay, now we're gonna shift into a bit more, um, you know, deeper stuff. All right, Andrew, what excites you? What excites you most about 2020? Um, new year, new me. <laughs> Going to the gym. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, like life's pace has changed quite a bit. Um, and so, I don't know, I don't, I'm not really one to be like New Year's resolutions kind of thing. Like, I'm just here right now and that's kind of what's going on, you know, that's kind of how I think of time and whatnot, but I guess so for the current, like right now, like I'm just excited to push forward on a lot of things. Um, I feel like I have a much better perspective over the last, you know, half year to a year. I've allowed myself to think really deeply on values, this and that, like, and I feel like I have a lot clearer and concise direction. Pushing on forward. What I want to be pushing like forward. Staying the course. Yeah, staying the course and like just knowing really what I want to be moving on. And like, I mean, as simple as just saying yes to and simple as saying no to. Like, I feel like I have a much stricter track. Yeah, it's always about discipline track. It's always about what you say no to. 
versus the other way around, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's important to say no sometimes. Yeah. Um, what's been the hardest project you've ever done? Probably the book, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, like kind of going back to switching to just one camera, like I don't like to have a ton of choices. Like I like, I like keeping it concise. So when you when you're looking at every photo you've ever taken and you can a piece it together in any way, right? yeah, I had this mess of an Illustrator file, and it's just like there's so many options you can run it. Um, so that was hard. I put like yeah, 300 hours into it, and um, it came it came out great though. I really am pleased with like I did it through a publisher, and they laid it out. They did all the printing and stuff, and I just did yeah. the mess of the the uh, Illustrator and pieced it together and. Um, cool. It, it was hard to define exactly what collection was what and all that, uh, but it was also like one of the best. It feels good. It feels like a nice curated board. Yeah, you know? it, it was one of the best exercises I could have done. It, it was the, like the best education I never asked for, kind of thing. Like I just, I just learned a lot about, like, when you when you're looking at all your work, you see which is your favorite, which yeah. is your least favorite, and you look back at photos you were stoked on, and now it's like you're not as stoked on them, and then you look at older photos that you passed over and you're like oh i'm stoked on that yeah, now it's, it's that weird feeling. yeah it's like so it feels good yeah it, okay. it, you learn a lot from it more than you'd expect and less like you just get answers to questions you never thought you would ask when you yeah. do something like that's that. a creative process yeah what's a some nugget of wisdom you'd tell to somebody who's, who's going to make a book uh just to do it like and I, I wouldn't even say like you don't have to make a book like you can like make a little zine or something just like those creative personal projects so pushing yourself to reduce the quantity into something that's yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's really important to do that because um I mean it's, it's just so hard to put it in words, but it's basically just like good education for yourself. And yeah, training. it's gonna be different. And you're big on that. Like self improvement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I think I think it's hard to define what each person will learn from it. And I think it's gonna be very personal to each person, no matter what they do. Well you say just do it. Just no do excuses. It. Yeah, no excuses. Took and said it. Teekman. Yeah. No excuses, fam. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the um, still in photography. What about photography excites you to share and like to, to make you go share an experience moment? What is that that excites you in photography? I like capturing people experiencing the environment around them. Like it just gets me stoked to capture that moment and and share it. But then even more so, like looking back at those pieces like lately has been really cool because I, I see and this kind of shows through in the book like I see those collections those photographs and there's a certain feeling attached that no one else will feel other than me because I know like where my head state was I know what my you ambitions to convey were at that, that time. To the viewer? Do you try to convey that to the viewer or do you keep that experience not, personal? Not necessarily like I think it's I think that's the really cool part lately that I've been thinking about is that um what i feel in that image is like very personal to me and like most times I, like because I, I like i know you know that was january 2018 whatever i know what i was doing where yeah. my head state was what my ambitions were like whether i was sad or happy during that time like so it's like this internal catalog for you yeah it's, it's it brings me back to that time period and i can look at like you know january 2018 versus now and see the measure of my growth and I think that's really cool Sweet. but then you know someone else looking at that image is going to get something different totally context different. That's, be, that's, that's the beauty of it yeah I think that's really cool to to share that and not over define it so they can define it for themselves like Sweet. I think that's a really fun yeah letting people interpret it 
Yeah, I, I think that's really fun. So cool. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in making two hundred fifty plus vlogs? Yeah. Um. A couple things. Um. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it's quite the undertaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and and you don't have to do that many. Um. And I guess you feel like after two hundred, you got the gist yeah, of it. Or? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like it's a it's a good recipe for burning out. <laughs> so. In starting that, from where you felt it, what? Starting from how many vlogs you feel like you're like, yeah, yeah. getting a little over. It, it kind of becomes like a chore almost. But like, hundred vlogs, hundred fifty vlogs. When you start feeling it, yeah, like a one fifty. Like you can kind of see it. I feel like in the vlogs too, where it starts to change. But in that too, I feel like one of the best lessons I learned that I always try to like tell people is like, hey, just stop and like think for a moment. Like, what the heck are you doing? Like, what's the what are your purposes? What are your ambitions for this? And do those motivations align with your values? Because mm, if they're not aligning, good. then you're just doing something for it, no reason. Yeah. And so if you stop and analyze those motivations and values, and if they're in line, you'll actually like go on the track you want versus just like trying to keep something up that for the sake of keeping yeah, it up. It's stupid. Yeah. So um, it's easy to get caught up though. Yeah. But also too, like, the opposite end of that, like it has shown me what I'm capable of. Yeah, like and you I, can look back at it, like I've done that. Yeah, and like I've done that, and and same thing with like what I was saying about the photographs. Like I can look back at those times and remember, Books like, too. yeah, like I can I can reminisce on those times and measure my growth again through those. So you just see it as a forming exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You mentioned on. Uh, you mentioned when telling people, giving people advice. So it's a good segue into my next question. Mm -hmm. uh, like on the why do you enjoy passing along the message? Because obviously you've gone from when I met you in 2015, 14, mm -hmm. like you were smashing lattes and uh, pumping, pumping spice lattes at Starbucks as a barista. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it was awesome seeing all the change and the growth. And we all grown a lot. Yeah. But it was quite the drastic change to go from a barista to like a full-time photographer. Yeah. So um, what makes you want to pass what you've learned along? Um, yeah, I think it's cool to come from that Starbucks background because, you know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like, and <laughs> I mean, it's, it's simple, like it's a simple thing, but it's, it's also true, and I think I think people will limit themselves too. So much. You, you consider yourself to be just trained, just as anybody. Like you've just built your knowledge yourself without any yeah. special. I mean, like, and especially now, there's like so many. Like YouTube is way different than yeah. 2015, and like, like I'm learning stuff on YouTube still. Like I'm oh, yeah. looking up stuff, learning After Effects crap, learning this and that. Like I'm learning so much, and and that's just video stuff too there's yeah. so much you can do there's like, only video the yeah right. like i mean i'm getting into like other things like just music production all this stuff like anything you want is there yeah and it's like that that's kind of what i want to pass on i want to be a part of that but what's the why don't you make a youtube series you know what's the benefit of bundling all this into like a, a class for example here yeah it's just being able to share being able to showcase and share what i've learned over the past five years um it, it it's it's my way of being able to give back and be be that person that i saw in 2015 that was yeah. like you know i looked up to them like and i was like this person is doing it and i'm learning xyz from them and now i want to be that person like 
passing on that info to yeah. hopefully the next you know Passing. UPS worker like Starbucks employer you know someone who's, see it. who's hating their yeah. nine to five or whatever yeah. sees that and like has has the nerve to just cut ties on that situation they're in and just full send and make it happen yeah make it full happen send. yeah like because it's like yeah it's I, th- I think there's like you know when you get those messages from people saying like they they dropped out of college or they or I mean you don't have to drop out of college but like you get those messages from people that say I started a wedding side business I'm paying off my college weddings, debt yeah, I'm weddings paying like you know it's something like that and it's like yo I was just cooking around on a video you know like that's one thing but then being able to like create something like this where I'm just like here's everything you know here's everything I know here's my process behind the scenes post pre-production everything like take it and go and and you know work toward being able to build your life around creating good work that you're stoked on and getting out of the situations you don't want to be Love in. That. yeah cool now start going back to the early beginnings yeah um, what do you know now about the photography industry that you wish you knew starting out you know, back in T. Kearns 2015, yeah. what are you telling him about the photography industry that he needs to know? It's a lot of things. I guess, I guess the most important thing, and it's like kind of classic, is just like stick to your guns, stick to your lane. I feel like I kind of jumped around. Lane, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of jumped around at a time. It's because of the internet. Yeah, yeah. It makes us go so many different ways. Yeah, know? yeah. But if you can, I mean, like going back to the value system, like if you can define those values and know where you want to be good. heading toward, all of a sudden, you know, your five-lane highway turns into like a single lane. And it's just oh, like country you know, road. Yeah. You you're a thousand miles an hour in your country road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you're, you're tunnel visioned into the direction you want to go if you're in line with the thing values. only you can do yeah and like that i wish i would have thought about that more back then um so what would you tell somebody who was like facing that eight lane freeway in la yeah the 405 yeah the 405, you know, what do you tell them five o'clock traffic's <laughs> rough yeah what do you yeah. tell them you know if somebody's got trouble picking wonder what they want to do exactly what how do you get them to choose their strength how what do, to find what they only can do yeah yeah uh, two things. There, there's there's one there's one quote that I pretty much think about every day. Wow. I apply it all the time, and it's this book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, yeah. Stephen R. Covey. Yeah. He ends this chapter on this just banger quote, and it's, "Examine your own motivations against your highest values, because that impacts your perception, which impacts your behavior." And the results that follow, and that quote alone—very methodical approach. Really. Yeah, and that that like that quote alone dictates a lot of my decisions now. Um, so you just cross-reference a decision to your values. Yeah, and so the second part of that is journaling. Like that alone, you you take this oh yeah internal just shit show and put it on paper, and it's like you know you can talk to people and you hear their problems and you know the obvious answer. Yeah, because you yeah you've faced it. Yeah, it's because I feel like we have so little time now to process information because whenever we're like bored waiting for a bus or whatever, a subway, you pull up your phone. You pull up your phone. Yeah, yeah, and then there's never time to process except yeah. when you sleep. But when you sleep, it's not enough. So the journal, I agree, it like gets you to process yeah. things. And that, that's like, I, I'm very big about not being on my phone too. Like I, I'm pretty strict about, you know, just, just being off of it. And that alone helps me so much sift through those thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And be honest with myself too. And like... 
that's what journaling, that's what that quote, that's what less time on the phone, like all that together really brings a lot of like life change. Start a journal. Yeah, journaling is hands down one of the most important things you can do, as well as reading. Yeah. 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 They kind of go hand in hand. They do. Yeah. Yeah. But love it. Yeah. Mr. Teekman, thank you so much. Um, there's a lot of gold nuggets in here, so yeah. I'm really excited we were able to get this on camera. Uh, I guess he hasn't even felt like there's a camera. Yeah, I mean, it's always intimate yeah. catch-ups with you. Feels like coffee and chamonix. Yeah, it's like it's a little glass of water instead. Yes, it's just, you know, cheers. Cheers, mate. Hey guys, it's Alex Stroll, and today I want to tell you about Strollworks, which is a company I've made to bring you the best in terms of photography education. So the concept was that you can learn photography from photographers you've heard before. So we make very actionable courses on a variety of topics like working with brands, editing, finding your style, storytelling, commercial shoots, and much more. So uh, if you're keen and interested, we would like to meet you. So uh, enroll today at Stroll.Works.